What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition, a special edition of the Arnar Pod of Film. Today, we are continuing the Star Wars journey as as we've been doing for 84 years, and it's been awesome. Um, I will talk Star Wars with Cody until we're blue in the face. We're talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story, the first spinoff of all the Skywalker stuff and all the other things that we know of Star Wars and really set into motion a lot of cool things. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one, and so is Cody. And Cody is with me as always, and I'm glad. And let's just, just jump right into it because this is this is Rogue One, damn it. Yep. Uh, I'm coming in with the controversy right away, just letting people know what they're in for. That way, if they're not interested, smell you later. This is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Fight me. I like it. I love, I love that because if you ask me on a certain day, I will tell you the same thing. It, it's always it, it it goes Empire and Rogue One tied for first for me. And as many times as I've watched Empire, I know I'm going to get there with Rogue One. And the last time I watched it a couple of days ago, I just looked over to my girlfriend. I'm like, baby, this makes me want to make love to you right now. Let's this do movie this. is perfect. This movie, this is what they were trying to do for so long. I am. I, if if we had to endure a Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, I mean, Revenge of the Sith was good. Uh, I'm I'm not shitting on that movie, but we had to endure those two shit films to get here. I will sit through that shit to get to this because this movie. For all the bad dialogue in episode one and episode two, it is perfect in this movie. You have fantastic characters. You have impeccable dialogue throughout the entire film. You have action. You have drama. You have suspense. You have everything. This movie, every time I watch this movie, I love it more. It is, it's like climbing my all-time favorite ranked list. Like every time I watch it, it like jumps one more. Exactly. And, and 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 Empire Strikes Back was my favorite Star Wars film forever. Even after Rogue One came out, it was still my favorite. Rogue One was in second. But each time I would watch Rogue One, it would get a little closer. Well, earlier this year, it made the jump. And every time, like especially when I just rewatched the entire franchise, it it's got a pretty wide margin on Empire Strikes Back now. Like, no, it will never, like, Empire Strikes Back will never overtake it again. You know what's funny, too? We both had controversial statements in this uh, in this series that we were doing right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yours, yours might be a little more controversial <laughs> than mine. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Because a lot of people, there's still a lot oh, of it, people who didn't like this movie. Ah, man. I, 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 for, for those, I, I am disappointed that they did not like Rogue One. But for me, I don't know, like, for me as a Star Wars fan, I don't know what more they could have done to win uh, to win people over with this movie. I thought it was impeccable from start to finish. Agreed. Uh, so much agreed. So, so, so much agreed. So I'm going to talk about some of my favorite things real fast. I'm going to let you take the floor on this because um, I – just the whole week since we've been talking about, or since the whole time we've been talking about doing this, I just every time Cody's like, I can't wait to talk about Rogue One. Can't wait to talk about Rogue One. I can't wait to talk about Rogue One. So like, I'm gonna give you the floor. I just want to say that uh, my favorite character in this whole movie is Krennic. Um, 
I love that character. I love the way he's dressed. I love his demeanor. I love how he gets punked out by a certain person. We know who he is, Mr. Vader. And I love his, uh, his, um, his, uh, what do you call it? Uh, dialogue with, um, Mr. Tarkin, um, which I was so pumped that they did. They, they brought Tarkin into this. And even with the digitally, um, you know, digital face that they had to do um, because the actor is dead. Uh, Peter Cushing's dead, um, who actually was the original choice for Dr. Loomis in Halloween. Wink, wink. Um, I love their dialogue. I love how they butt heads. And, uh, you know, just one of the best villains in Star Wars that only got to live through one movie, though we know he's probably been around forever um, uh, with the Empire, you know, when they started. But Ben Mendelsohn, awesome actor so pumped that he oh, was in a so star wars good. movie and um i'm just gonna let you take the floor for a little bit until i, I hear something <laughs> that i agree with so let's just run down this cast because you've already said uh ben middleston he's amazing as critic uh you've got felicity jones as jenna so amazing you've got diego luna as uh cashin amazing alan tuddick as k2so Best droid performance ever. 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 No, nobody comes close. His jokes are on point. His sass is on point. Everything. You've got Donnie Yen. Uh, you've got Yang Wen, uh, which both of those are just so good. They they have good comedy for the movie. Just everything. Uh, the. There's so many. We've, there's Forrest Whitaker is in the movie. Granted, he's not in it for very much, but Forrest Whitaker is in the movie. And, of course, uh, you have uh, Mads Min- uh, Mickelson. I always butcher his name, <laughs> uh, as as Galen Erso. Uh, and he's really underrated. Like, they give him quite a bit of, of time, more time than I thought they would. Uh, and he's really good. But... I mean, the main story is is around uh, Jen Erso and Felicity Jones is she's so awesome. Yep, she she carries the movie. Uh, I mean, she's helped with with good old Alan Tudyk as K two S O, but Felicity Jones is so incredible in this movie, and we're not quite to the new trilogy yet, and my. Undying love for Ray as a character uh, hasn't been shown to anyone yet, but at this point, Felicity Jones, she's she's so good. Like I love Natalie Portman. Uh, I didn't really particularly care for her in uh, the prequel trilogy, uh, just because I thought her dialogue was atrocious. But here, the dialogue is just it's perfection. Everything has meaning. Every word they say has meaning. Everything they do, they're doing it for a purpose. And remember, rebellions are built on hope. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yes, uh, Saul Guerrero is one of my favorite characters too when he shows up in the in the cartoon as well. And Forrest Whitaker reprises his voice, which is cool too. And it's cool how many people have come back to do their voices like Qui-Gon was in uh, Rogue One, or not Rogue One, um, uh, The Clone Wars, I believe. Maybe the beginning of Rebels, and uh, Liam Neeson did the voice, which is so badass that he did that. But I like how Saul Guerrero came back and and did the voice, or um, Forrest Whitaker did the voice for Saul Guerrero, so 
for sure. Um, and I saved the best for last. I'm, I'm going to let you talk for a little bit, but okay. I saved I saved the most important for last. Yeah, I mean, well, we have to talk about that eventually. Um, I'm trying to find the the quote of quotes in this movie from uh, the Blind Warrior. Who, the force is with me, and I'm one with the force. Yes, I love when <laughs> that scene where he's just walking into fire like that, yep. and he's just seeing that, and it's just so great, amazing. Um, and then, and then after, of course, he dies. Uh, his his buddy, like he's got the freaking Gatlin gun of Star Wars guns, and uh, he's just got shells just draped over him, and he starts saying it. Agreed, and then also. Um, which I'm so pumped that they brought in Bail Organa, Jimmy Smith's uh, a character from the prequels. Like, I love that they're showing love to the prequels, and it makes me so happy. And you know, event, you know, as they said with you know Rise of Skywalker, they're going to tie all the movies, including the prequels, up in this in this last one, and that makes me so happy. And I hope we get a little love more for uh, the prequels. Um, also. Uh, what else can we say? You know, I mean, yeah, Donnie Yen as Chirrut with the with the quote, um, Alan Tudyk for K two S O, which is everyone. Diego Luna as Cassian Endor, who's getting his own uh, Disney Plus series. So we'll probably get more K two S O, most likely. Um, just the whole story of knowing, like knowing going in, everyone was going to die. Like I don't think there was anyone, unless you're like a casual Star Wars watcher, um, knew that you know. All the characters were going to die. I'm glad they didn't keep anyone alive for the sake of keeping them alive because maybe they were in love or they were just too popular. You have to stick with your guts um, of the story here. And and I and I love that they did that. And, you know, Gareth Edwards rules and um, the director of this film. And I know he had a little shakiness with Kathleen Kennedy, but like uh, bravo to Gareth, who, who has been an inspiring filmmaker for like you know, years, you know, he did this movie called Monsters. He did the visual effects out of his apartment. Like there's like a documentary thing that you can watch with him. And it's just, it's just so crazy as a filmmaker myself, you know, that has still a lot to learn in my, you know, my, um, my uh, young thirties right now. So like, I'm, I'm just in, in awe when these filmmakers do some great things, but um, I guess, and the music too, you know, and I love the, the, the like dark side uh, or empire theme that they had in this that is not you know the imperial march yeah um you know and it's i have to say the guy's name right because i always uh always get it mixed up it's michael giacchino giacchino i was gonna say giacobi but you know yeah i was about to say it's almost <laughs> it's almost nick's great uncle left cousin <laughs> he's from new jersey so it makes sense you know and, and nick, little nick is uh uh from uh new york so um shout out to nick giacobi i'm sure he'll be listening he's, he's the biggest star wars geek that i that we both know i believe besides us yeah um, oh yeah you know i talk I love nick yeah i talk with him about star wars all we were talking about it the other day when he found out that there's press screenings coming up for uh for uh, Rise of Skywalker, and he was so pissed. <laughs> like I, I get it, brother. I get it. I understand. Oh, dude, it, if I could find a press screening, I would. I would drive more hours than I care to admit to go. You would have to get some kind of credential. I know. One of these days, 
R&R Pod of Film will have that credential for us. Yes, sir. And yeah. we'll be able to. I'm hoping for Fantastic Fest next year in Austin. I will be able to go as a content creator and get a pass to do like red carpets and stuff when they do the red carpets down there because uh, Sean Chandler, uh, what he he was a content creator or he got a pass this year and he got to do a red carpet for uh, In the Shadow and the Moon, uh, a Netflix movie, and Jojo Rabbit. And that would have been amazing. Uh, just to be that close to Scarlett Johansson and uh, Taika Waititi would have been uh, all my little heart could handle. But we're not talking about Fantastic Fest or anything like not that. Yet. One day. No, not yet. No, yeah. Next year, I'm 100% going. I've already started putting the money back so I can make sure. I already, I've already wrote the week off work. I'm going to go watch as many movies as I can. But we have to talk about the insane third act on Scarif for Rogue One because it almost blew my brain up. Well, before we get into the big, big stuff, there is a really awesome callback to A New Hope in this. We're not call forward, I guess you can say. Um, <sighs> that one of the main uh, 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 X-Wing pilots, they took some of his deleted stuff and they threw it into this movie. And I was, I forget the guy's name and I forget who it is, but I instantly melted because I was just like, wow, they paid attention to so much yep. that they even put that in. Yep. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It, this movie did all the little things that made it, it just, that made everything come together. But you don't see a lot of movies that will go and get, oh, cool, this 20-second clip that fans of the series will go will know exactly what it is. Yep. And and be and it, and it just elevate their experience that much more. And this movie did all that. Like the the third act on Scarif is it's probably one of my favorite like 45 minute sequences in a, in any film of all time. Agreed. Well, let's get to it, man. Let's let's talk about this uh this thing. I want to know what you thought when you saw this for the first time, this, this scene, because I can give you my thoughts and they're going to be exactly the way you're going to, but let's start with you because you're, I mean, we both love this film, but I feel like you love it more than I do. And I'm going to give you the floor, buddy. <laughs> so what, what, what do you, what do you want to know? Like what scene, you know, what scene, you know, what scene, the good I, stuff. So for me, everything that happens on Scarif, was leading up to I, I like like you said earlier. You know that nobody's going to survive. You know that Scarif's going to get blown off the map, and you know after watching A New Hope that they have the uh, the blueprint of the Death Star. So you know that they did it. But the way that it, it's like going to the end of a book and reading the last chapter. So you already know what's going to happen. The movie has to hook you. This movie hooks you with like 24 hooks and just reels you in. Jane Urso is so good in this last 30 minutes. When she is fighting to get this blueprint, the best part for me 
was when they're trying to decipher all the codes and they're in the the vault or whatever you want to call it, the safe, and they're trying to get the blueprint and they're like they're they're saying all these names like Death Star, uh, Death, whatever, and uh, they come across Stardust, and she goes, "That's it." And it was like that they just the little things that they bring together, and then of course the end when you see Vader, and then when you see Prin- uh, Princess Leia, and it's young Carrie Fisher, she's de-aged, and she looks like she's twenty five again and smoking hot. It's just there. There's too much stuff uh, for my even even for my brain right now. I'm just getting too excited. <laughs> exactly. And I, I don't want to talk about K2SO died. Yeah, I yeah. just don't want to talk about it. It's that made me sad. It's heartbreaking. But it was it was the most epic hero way to go out because he did one final thing for them and then slammed the door and he went out. On his shield. Yep. With bullets all in him. Just like a, uh, just like, just like, uh, 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 what's his name? John Wick, but the robot version. Just as badass. (laughs) Yeah, this, this third act, I, it's so, it's so wonderful. Like, you know that everyone's going to die. You know what's going to happen. But it still pulls you in and it still makes you care. And when you start to see characters die or stuff happen, you still feel emotion for that. And especially in the end, when uh, Jane Erso is on the balcony or the whatever you want to call it, and uh, she's trying to get the signal out where she where she can send uh, the files to uh uh, the rebellion. It it's just so good, and uh, of course her final showdown with Krennic, uh, and, and everything. Krennic is so just cocky that he thinks there's nothing she can do. Like she's just a foolish little girl. Uh, and when she tells him that I'm Jane Erso and my dad planted a uh a weak spot in the Death Star, you just see all the life flush out of his face. And it's just so well done. Both of, both both those actors and actresses did so they did such good work, especially in, in the end. Exactly. Exactly. Um and poor Diego Luna. I'm pretty sure he loved Jane Erso, but I don't think she felt the same. Yeah, well, you know, it is what I, it is. Th- that's what I always catch. At the end of the movie, it looks like my man was like, yo, I saved your life from the crazy. Uh, at least kiss me because we're about to die. And she was <laughs> like, here's a hug. Exactly. Sorry, so, I mean, I feel bad for him, but it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I just would have went for it because what you would have had like three seconds of, of failure mm-hmm. and then you're just gone anyway. Yep. But yeah, the, the ending to this movie, of course, Scarif is gone. It's obliterated and we lose poor, uh, poor Jane So, uh, but they won the, the rebellion was built on the hope that they got the blueprint and they found it. 
So there we go. And we're it's time to go into the original trilogy. We have reached that point. We are halfway home. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm you that was such a whirlwind. I don't remember you hearing about the the Vader scene. Did you talk about the Vader scene? Because I was like so caught up in what you were saying. I did, I did not. I did not. I left that out. Oh. See, okay. as much as as much as I love the Vader scene, it, it's not my favorite scene of, of that third act. Like I, I of course I love Vader and they did it they did such a good job with him in this movie. But he, for me, he's outshined by uh Krennic and uh Jane Erso. Like their I, showdown. I dig that. I dig that a lot. Um not many people would be able to say that and uh I, I like the deeper characters, but I just got to talk about my reaction just because. Oh, yeah. As a, a you know, a, a lore kind of guy and, a, you know, a world builder kind of guy and just knowing what Vader was like just through words and, and cartoon comic books and stuff like that. The C prime Vader like or just about to be like, you know, like the Vader. We we'd ever seen Vader this badass before in in live yeah, action. This is this is fairly close to well, no, it's not fairly close. It's it's what twenty years. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen. I mean, episode three. Yeah, so like yeah, between because yeah, Princess Leia is she has to be in her mid twenties. Yep. Yep. So it, it's it's a lot of time passes between what we didn't even think of that till yeah, just now. Yeah, a lot of time. So we don't. We haven't seen through, like, you know, what has been happening. I mean, we've seen Star Wars Rebels where we've seen, you know, Darth Vader have really uh, awesome uh, lightsaber uh, fight and all that good stuff. But, like, just to see this in live action, the pure badassery with the music. And I just remember sitting there next to my ex, who will not speak of, and (laughs) just watching this and how everyone in the crowd was just jaw wide open like oh my god not expecting this i knew something was coming because of uh someone tweeted out for for hardcore star wars fans you're gonna love this movie but there is something in this that we didn't even think could be done they did it the right way and you guys are gonna love it um uh christian harloff of uh of old uh, collider fame now with his own little thing going on. I was just pumped to know that there was something cool and then just to know that's what he was talking about. Oh, I still have, every time I see that scene I get I get so crazy. But no, I, I can sit here and and say with with uh, all sincerity that like I, I also agree like that that last couple's, you know uh, minutes there in the third act with just you know getting that signal to the rebellion is some intense stuff. I mean that whole thing on Scarif and and also in space the space battle was great too. Like it was so cool to see another space battle. Um, yep, it's a Star War. You know what I mean. So like let's let's get into it. But yeah, for for what the movie was for everyone. I mean everyone pretty much knew what was going to happen. For it to be as uh, as epic. And emotionally investing as it was, that's just a testament as to how great the characters were and how invested they got you in, not just the characters, but into the script, into the dialogue, into everything about this movie. And that's what really just dug me in was not only the characters, but everything. It's just an emotional ride. Yeah, 
you knew what was going to happen. You knew nobody was going to survive, but it didn't matter. Like in in the heat of the moment, you're sitting there watching this third act happen, and you want them to survive so bad. And maybe your brain shuts off, and you think, oh, maybe they're going to get out. And then no, they don't. But it's it's good stuff, and I'm so happy that we have this movie. What's your uh, what's your rating? I mean, I already know, but just say it out loud. Five stars out of five stars. Agreed. I am right there with your brother. Five out of five. Ten out of ten. Twenty out of twenty. It doesn't matter. It is a yep. perfect score. Infinity Holy grail. Out of infinity. This movie is great. I can't even tell you how many times I rewatch this movie. Yeah, it's, I, I honestly can't. It's it's the most rewatched Star Wars movie of all time for me, and it's what we've had three Star Wars movies since. So I mean, out of now we have ten Star Wars movies, and I've probably seen this like three or four times as much as any other Star Wars movie. There you go. Well, so good. That so is- good. That is it for us today. You know where to find us, RR Film Pod on Twitter, uh, patreon.com slash RR Film Pod, um, where you can join as little as $1, get all the stuff that we do early and what plus the Star Wars stuff. So if you uh, join because you wanted to hear all this early, welcome. Um, and give us your most Star Wars unpopular opinion. I that's mean, a great question. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like the best question because we know Star Wars fans are civil. We know everyone's going to oh. respect them. So it's much like every other thing we talk about, like if we're talking movies or I see wrestling on my Twitter, uh, everyone's just civil and they they all respect everyone's opinion. And we can have a laugh about my opinion being different than yours, whatever. Uh, that's never going to happen. But <laughs> in our little circle, our little bubble, your unpopular opinion We'll be okay. I mean, Cody still talks to me, and I'm a Jar Jar fan. Like, I got to get a shirt that says Jar Jar is something. And I always <laughs> – and my favorite thing about Jar Jar, though, is that, I mean, it still lives to this day, is there were people that actually believed that Jar Jar was the key to everything, and he was dark. He was going to come back as dark Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> still so funny. And, like, I watch these videos saying, like, you know, he is a dark he's side user. He's, he's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back. It's like – it's like Tupac. He's coming back. We all know he's coming back. All right. Well, that is all the time we have. Cody's got to go catch a movie. Knives out. You'll be able to hear that. We'll probably already be out before this comes out. So um, that is it. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. And I'm Cody Repass. And remember, rebellions are built on hope. Oh, my, my, I love yours. Mr. Yous humble servant. That won't be necessary.